This pod is brought to you by nobody because we still ain't got no fucking sponsors. Yo, man, you need to take it easy. This is like episode three, fam. Like, relax. Damn, you think we did more than more than one episode? It what felt is- it feels like it because you know you be Ep- having you got you got to plug in the last episode that you did. I really enjoyed it. The one that you dropped like yesterday. What are you talking about? The solo videos. You're getting better. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I never. I remember I used to do solo videos and I used to stick. That shit is weird. <clears throat> that shit but- is weird talking to yourself to the camera. Yeah, I know it is. That's it's fucking strange. But at least you're getting comfortable with it. You cracked a joke. I was so happy for you. It's like, it's bad funny when you crack a joke and you got to laugh at it. <laughs> you don't have your own joke. You're an idiot. It's true. That's the reason I could never do that shit. You're an idiot. Uh, so today, what's our what's our part about? Um, we're going to talk about music videos and our experience doing them. I think this is going to be his favorite video. It's going to be vibe. one of them. But I don't, like, we call them hood, video, hood music videos. But, like, is that appropriate? I feel like we're we're downplaying it. I think we need a definition for hood videos. Like, what 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 is the definition of a hood music video? When I think about a hood music video, I'm thinking of something that we do like locally in the community, like at the bodega, the trap house. Got be low budget. Love, low budget. Yeah, 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 low budget. You're right. You're right. You're right. Something in the um, community. Some st- like most likely, it's a running gun. Uh huh. There's mostly a lot of niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say you're making it sound mad elegant. <laughs> I'll be trying to. I don't want to downplay them. Like sometimes I like hood videos, sometimes I don't. Like yo, you know what's one of my favorite hood videos ever? I'm not sure if you've seen it because you know you're uncultured. DMX, how's it going down? This guy just called me uncultured. Um, now nah, I think they serve a purpose. You know what I'm saying? I I, I think well, we we'll, we gonna get into it. Um, we gonna get into it because I think they serve a purpose. I think they're overdone. Overdone meaning you know. Done too much, not spent too much money on. But, um, yeah, man, we're going to get into it. I, I I feel like I'm going to have to edit a lot of what he says. What y'all what, think? What? No, not me. What? No, I'm good. You sure? This is like the third time we do it this, this episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you fucked up so many times. <laughs> no, because you, you you know, you forgot to monitor the camera. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Camera, yeah, man. camera A, we going? Camera B, we going? He, yeah, he gets camera B. I get camera A. Yeah, obviously. And you got the C. You got the C seventy. I was so jealous. <laughs> Why are you jealous? It's a visual as I am property. You know oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I got. A, I got a question. When do I have to start putting money in? Right now, after this episode. Oh really? Yeah. Nah, I'm gonna prolong it. Just after like this did. episode. Okay. Uh here we go. So you gotta keep me on topic. Where to my right? right? Hmm? You gotta keep me on topic. Where to my right? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he gonna be on next week's episode. Okay. I wonder where he's going to be, though. I don't know. He might not even get a camera. That's nuts. Maybe I'll make you two share. Nah, that's not fair. <laughs> that's not fair. Yo, we need to create a labor union in visuals I am or something. Like, this is ridiculous. Never. Okay, man. So, hood Never. music videos. All right. So, hood music videos. All right. So, l- l- let's talk about them for a second. Because, honestly, I know, I know for a fact, us creators out there hate doing them. As much as we... Say we love doing them, we hate doing them. Eventually, like when you first start off and you get a camera, like, like that's like the go-to project. I think that's because like it's the easiest project to do. You know what I'm saying? There's there's a rapper on every corner. Yeah, it is in a hood. You know what I'm saying? Not in the hood, but in your hood. There's a rapper on every corner, and it's just it's easier. To, they're easy to find. Um, they're willing to give you a chance. Yeah, they're willing to give you a chance. You're willing to give them a chance. Uh, let Let's talk about it though. I want to talk about it from the creative. Sp- from the creative perspective, and I want to talk about it from the artist perspective. Just you know, our ideas of it. So let me ask you something: 
do you think hood videos are worth doing for artists? I feel like in the beginning stages, and especially if you could find the right like um the right artist to work with, mm-hmm. like in terms of interpreting their vision and creating into like turning into a video, yeah, and a lot of exposure. And also, one of the best things I like about music, doing music videos is like in terms of the money, you get paid like right on the spot. That's from the, that's from a, a creative perspective, but what about the artists? Like, you think artists really benefit from doing these sort of music videos? Yeah, if they do it right. Like, what's doing right? In terms of right, pushing, though? in terms of pushing the video, like um, on the previous podcast, we were talking about like we were criticizing the way that they pushed the video. It's like less than seven days and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we feel like they actually we have to push. They have to push it for longer than that. I just feel like sometimes they get into this mentality, right? That. They think the video's popping because all their friends watched it. Mm-hmm. Everybody from the hood watched it. And that's like 500 views. You know what I'm saying? And that's where it came And that's where You got 500 people in your neighborhood? 500 <laughs> people in your building? <laughs> but I feel like that's where it caps out. And that's the problem. Like, on that on that rocket ride from zero to 500, they be hyped. They be hyped. They be hyped. But then, you know, five days, six days later, when they cap out at 500 and 500 stops moving... They just move on to the next thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it, what what was the benefit of that? Like, I just feel like there was no benefit to that. And that hurts us as creatives and it hurts them as the artists. Because then it's like, you wasted... Not only did you... I don't want to say you wasted people's time making a video that only 500 people saw. Mm-hmm. But you wasted an opportunity that you could have used that video. Whether it be a hood video or not. You wasted it. You wasted the opportunity to promote that video. Mm-hmm. Like that video could go somewhere. I'm not saying that you have to be super duper creative for a hood video. They serve their purpose. It's a visual to express your brand, and I think a lot of artists don't take it in that in that from that perspective. Like this is a visualization of your brand, just like your album cover is, just like any photos you post on Instagram with your music attached to it. So like you have to take that, just like your single, you gotta take that, you gotta push that, you gotta push it until it pops. Like just cause something didn't have a lot of money spent on it or it's not the most it's not the most amazing visual doesn't mean it won't pop. Cause I know lots of music videos that are not creative, but pop. Mm-hmm. It depends on the artist and how they push it and how it also, like, relates to their music. And relates like, to I, their I, audience. Like, like, I, you know, I hate 6 9 but it's like a lot of his videos, they they really were, they went viral. And there wasn't I'm much saying. thought, there wasn't much thought in it and everything. It was just like, like the basketball court with like 100 niggas. Or in the middle of Linden Boulevard in Brooklyn, like with 100 niggas and so like... So don't you think like an artist in terms of when they think of, when they visualize a video, it has to really relate to the music a lot in terms of the energy? 100%. It has to relate to your brand. Mm-hmm. If your brand is energy, if your brand is hype, if your brand is, you know, I'm... I'm bugging. I, th- that's just who I am. It has to relate to that. So you think the in terms of pre-production, it should be more planning that has to be done? A hundred percent. And we're going to get to that. A hundred percent. We're going to get to that. So, so actually, let, let's get to that right now. Do you think, from what we just talked about, as a creative, is it worth it for you to do hood music videos? In the beginning, yeah. In the beginning of what? In the beginning of your camera career, because I think that the best thing that benefits as a creative or like in terms of a camera person 
or a DP, cinematographer, in terms of music videos, the editing. Editing is where you get a big benefit from doing all these music videos. You don't think so? I think yes. I think editing is if you're going to center your part of your career around those type of videos, I think editing will help you separate from the from the crowd. Mm-hmm. I think because there's so many creatives doing the same type of videos for these artists over and over and over again. And, you know, they all start to look the same until you start to dive into, oh, who has better edits? Who's who's doing these visual effects better? Or who's, like, cutting better than the other? Like, I think that's what separates you from everybody else out here with a camera. Because mm-hmm. it's easy to get cameras out here. Yeah, it is. They cheap. Yeah. Decent quality is cheap right now. Yeah. Because you know now I mean? there's like a lot of camera receptors award the consumer. I mean, you could get a GH5 for like nine hundred dollars out here now. If you shoot fire, <laughs> there's people shooting with Canon TSRs. That's that's what I'm saying. And T2Is. Yeah, I know I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> TSI. And I mean, a quality 1080 over YouTube, you can't tell the difference between that and a and a. I don't want to say a red, but. You can't tell it. What do you have against a red? T two I and a and a and a GH five in ten eighty on YouTube. What do mm. I have against red? I don't have anything against red. I'd love a red camera. Mm, then why you got two Canon cameras? I got Canon. I, I'm a Canon. <laughs> I'm a Canon <laughs> fanboy right now. What the fuck? <laughs> and I'm technically a Canon fanboy too. Don't start. He he's never shot with a Canon before. Oh, this is a Canon right he's here. He's about to start right now. But shut up. We won't go into that. <laughs> But um, but in terms of like um, what about in terms of framing and stuff? Do you feel like you benefit a lot from music video, doing music videos in terms of framing? Is that something else that's very important? I think doing hood music. Let me stop calling them hood music videos. I, I think doing those types of music videos are practice for the bigger budget things that you're going to do later. Like it's hard to compose a bodega. <laughs> A hundred times differently You know what I'm saying But if you could pull that off Bro you gonna be the uh, Expert in composition I'm gonna tell you something I'm a fanboy for any Like doing music videos In a bodega I'll be hyped for that shit yo. <laughs> I just think that shit is fire Like a bodega And especially if you can find A bodega cat What? Yeah yeah idiot <laughs> When we did that King video in the bodega I was hyped I was like yo This is amazing Oh the one with um Big bro Cashflow yeah, 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 yeah. I hate your brother. That was cool. It was a cool video. Yeah, I know. It was cool. The epitome of a hood music video. Though. I love it, though. Yeah, it was. The I love of it. A hood music video. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't like shooting in bodegas? Um, When you could get the clearance to shoot in a bodega, it's just, it just cool. You act like that's hard. That's not hard. Uh, I feel like I, 90% of bodegas have no problem with you shooting in there. Sometimes. And that, like, that store had a lot of traffic, too. Yeah, that's true too. And he had no, you know, they ain't gonna say no to a frequent customer. If it's in your hood and you there every day, they ain't gonna tell you no. Yeah. They ain't gonna tell you no. Just don't start jumping on the counters and shit. And don't make a mess because then they ain't gonna wanna clean that shit up. Yeah, exactly. Then you always gonna have, like, you know, that drunk that always wants to be in a music video. Exactly. <laughs> that has to jump on the counter and shit. Like, mm-hmm. so annoying. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think. I definitely think they're a necessary. I don't want to say evil, but <laughs> but you're gonna, um, you're gonna have some bad experiences. I'll tell you that. 
You're definitely gonna have bad experiences. You definitely and, and have those bad are there for you to learn from. Learn from. I mean, I think they definitely benefit you. They teach you how to control your own set. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're not controlling the set when it's one of those types of videos, then you're 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 not gonna be you're not gonna be successful in this business because you got to be able to control the set. Do you think like during like some of these music video sets that they're hard to control? Yes, one hundred percent. I could tell you one at one one music video that we did that was hard to control. Mm. Do you remember when we did the the Joey video in the hotel with the with the ladies with the naked ladies? Yes. Yo, that shit was ridiculous. Cause like, yo, a bunch of a bunch of women were yes. naked, and these dudes lost their minds. They were yes. like, they would tell these women what to do, and I'm saying they're like, yo, you're not even. You have nothing to do with this music video, fam. And I felt awkward for the ladies, too. I ain't gonna lie, like, from what I remember, that video was a long time ago, but from what I remember from that video, yes, it was hard to maintain the set, but that's, this is the problem with those running guns. Like, we went in there without a plan. So it's like, that should turn into a cinematic sports shoot. Yo. <laughs> so it's like the chaos that was on that set is kind of what made the video what it was. It looks cool. It's, not my, it's not my favorite video. Don't get me wrong. It's not even close to my favorite video. But that chaos contributed to the look on that set. Like that was a running gun. Like show up to a location, make but it was, up it. But it, it was long. It was long one location though. There's been times yeah. we've been like, oh, let's drive over here. Then we see, like, we don't like the location. It's garbage, and we have yeah, to move. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it was, um, I totally agree with you. It was not, we didn't have control of that set, but, but that situation made the video what it was. There was no planning for that video ahead of time. No, that but was. that's like, but that was our fault. Not our fault. That was my fault, but. Do you remember One the, thing do I've you learned, the smoke machine? <laughs> that's, that's the, oh that's the first time we Oh, my God, and it kept setting off the fire alarm. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's one thing I've learned from doing videos like that is you have... Like, running and gunning is fun when you first start. When you first start. Yeah, when you first start. But you're not going to make the videos you want to make if you're not... Having some taking type of plan. control, having some type of plan, and taking control of the video. Like, yeah, all right, cool. You're gonna make six hundred bucks. You're gonna make eight hundred bucks. You're gonna make a thousand on that video, whatever, what have you. But is it worth it to make some shit that's ass? No, that's, I feel like that's what <laughs> exactly. I feel like, and I think what, that's what these videos are gonna teach people. And that's what I like. I feel like we're at that point now. It's like I want to plan. I want to flex my creativity. Like a lot of these artists nowadays, it's just pretty much. They're not really reaching for the stars in terms of creativity, and that bothers us. Yeah, and that's whole that's, sti- that's stifling us because yeah. you might be you're gonna see a video from us, and you'll be like, "Oh, this is, is this what all these dudes is really capable of?" When mm-hmm. I have all these type of plans, I have these mm-hmm. scripts, I have all these synopsis that I want to get through, but a lot of these artists they don't fuck with it because they just want to be basic and they try to be penny pinches. And that's actually that's actually a good transition into the next segment that I want to talk about. Or the next topic I want to talk about is. How, what's the best way to go about doing this type of... <laughs> oh my God. I press the, I press the roll button. The transition button is this one. Stupid ass. Like, what's the best way to go about doing 
these types of videos. Like, how can we make them worth worth it for us as creatives? And I think 100% goes into the pre-production. Like, if you're not doing the right pre-production, if you're not doing any pre-production, you're going to be frustrated on set. These are not going to go the way you want to go. If you're not taking control of the set or of what's going to happen on production day, like, you're not going to like doing this. No, and it also has to be a collaboration. 100%. a lot of times it's one-sided. 100%. It's pretty much the artist, this is what they want to do and you have to execute. Yeah. And then you're just, and then you're just a cameraman. I don't want to hear it. You're just a cameraman. I like, hate that word. Yo, can we talk? We could do a whole episode of the word cameraman. We really could I'll be, do a whole... I'll be so triggered. Yo, They'd be like, yo, I cameraman. I'm not, I'm not a cameraman. Like, don't fucking call me a cameraman. <laughs> but honestly, when you let that happen to you, that's what you are. You the guy with the camera that's doing what I tell you to do. Nah, but I, I've definitely seen you on set. Niggas called you director, and I see you have the dumb little smile on your face. Because, I mean, that's that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm, <laughs> that's doing. What I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? I see you called I me an assistant the other day. I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Okay, so, I, what about, so what do you do when an artist really doesn't... wants it to be a one-sided affair? Like, do you continue to work with them? Do you have a talk with them? What do you do? I think that has to be, that has to be figured out during pre-production. Like, when you're pitching your treatment. When you're pitching your treatment, when you're telling them your prices, when you're talking about locations and what's going to happen on that day, what we're shooting, whatever, what have you. Like, you know from jump, if they're not liking your ideas... Or if you're not executing on booking this location or getting these, this person on set or this model on set, whatever, these props, you know what's going to happen before you get there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if you're not planning, if you're not planning for perfection, then you're definitely not going to get it. So the next question I have for you, can you combat a low budget with a storyline? Because yes. that's what I feel I've been, I've been trying to do. Yes. Like, try to make the videos interesting with a storyline. Like, instead of just having, like, performance shots and shit like that. Not even a storyline. Just being creative Mm -hmm. with what you're going... What the video is going to be about. Or what the video is going to include. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be a story. Like, you being in the trap count of money is not original, fam. Everybody's a fucking boss out here. Well, yeah, it's not original. Can it be done well? Yes. Yes, it could be done well. But if you are figuring that out... On set, like oh let's oh let's shoot in that trap house right across the street or over there. Okay, oh, on cool. top let's of the go. trap house. <laughs> on, on top, <laughs> on top of the trap house with a drone circling around. <laughs> like, if you're not planning these things and they're just happening and they have nothing to do with all the other scenes that you shot, like most ninety nine percent of the time that video is not going to be successful and you're not going to enjoy what you just shot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because remember that time I had the idea of Homeboy going through all these different rooms in the trap house and yes. seeing something different? That was a dope-ass idea. Like, I think that was dope. But it's just like, we never got to do it because Homeboy just... He wasn't what, feeling it. And no, I, he actually, he liked it. But the thing about it, he went for the easier option. Go ahead. But he also didn't have a budget, right? Uh, we'll talk about it off part. <laughs> <laughs> um... 
like I wish they would lean to us more in terms of the storylines instead of themselves. Like they be so into a lot of artists be so into themselves. I think that's our fault too. I think I I think I I'm gonna take responsibility for that because I think I take a lot of responsibility today. What's going on? Cause I'm, you know, I like to take these podcasts and self reflect while I'm talking. Oh, okay, but you know, <laughs> off pod, you don't use none of this Hell shit. No. You don't take none of your advice. You're never wrong, bitch. Um, nah, I'm gonna I'm take responsibility for that because a lot of the times I don't like if I don't have an idea, I like to lean on them, and then once you give them that opening, like it's, not, it's not that opening, but it's, yeah, it's, but it's over. over. It's over. <laughs> Yo, like, bring, bring the guns. Once you tell them, like, oh yeah, do do this. We we can do that. Oh, you got any ideas? Like, like for the video we about to shoot Friday. Like, she has no idea what she wants. Mm. Then why don't you just send me the song? I am. I oh wait, I did send this. You did send me the song. Yeah, I did send you. So we got to write that treatment today, actually, because I think I have to call her later or tomorrow. She sent the deposit. That's another thing that's very important. A deposit. deposit. A deposit is don't very. Don't do none of the work until you get it. Uh-huh. I'm. That's the best advice I could give Don't anybody. book anything on the calendar until you get a nope, deposit. Don't even write that shit down. Because, yo, I would plan like a whole day or whatever without a deposit just for them to cancel multiple times. Like, I hate that shit. 100%. Which reminds me, there's a calendar change I got to tell you about. But we'll okay. talk about that offline. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, what, what, what about... um. What about post-production? Like, what do you think we could do in post-production as creatives to enhance these types of videos? Like... These low budget, like I think that would actually. I don't know why you asking me that question when you're involved with more of the post production aspects than me, though. I mean, yeah, but you're you, you a good idea type of guy. You one of those dudes that got lie, lots of ideas don't, with no don't, execution. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> lie to me. Don't lie to these people on this podcast. <laughs> yo, because like the minute somebody told me re edit, I'd be pissed off and depressed. <laughs> <laughs> yo, he be calling me like, yo, I don't know how you deal with this shit, bro. I don't know how you do with this shit. I'll be like, yo, photography, videography, and photography are not the same. I ain't never shooting events again. I ain't never shooting this again. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's a, that's another episode. That's a whole, another whole episode of events. This dude be getting I'm so upset, man. I think um, I think you have to... You, ha- you have to set the expectations, one. This is my video. I think I'll be fucking up. I mean, that. this is my... You know, I don't so, want to say this is my video, like, as a creative, but... I definitely see your Especially logo. Especially when it comes to low budgets. I definitely see your logo before the artists in that video. Every single time. Every single What's time. What's up with that? What do you mean? Is there like a whole strategy to that? The visuals I am glitch. I think I think it's um is one is letting them know that this is mine. You know what I'm saying? This is mine. Especially on low budget projects like this is mine. So like, a low budget project, right? That's anything that's under thousand dollars. Nah, what's, the, I would, what's your, what's your I would even say something that's fifteen hundred is low budget. Okay. I mean, it depends. Like, can, do we have a crew? If we ain't got a crew. It's a low budget. How many people got to be in the crew? Uh, five, ten, fifteen. Okay, know. okay, okay. I just wanted, I just wanted you to tell me what the classification of a low budget video is. I think it's you know it depends like. It depends on what what we're shooting, honestly. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, post production. Post production. What was I saying? So, do you really want somebody? So, the person that you're supposedly doing a video with, right? In terms of sending it back and forth, would you prefer if that person was in the same room with you or no? No. Why is that? 
I don't I don't like editing with somebody over my shoulder. That's one. That's just me personally, but I don't like editing with somebody over my shoulder. That's one. Two, um You said real you said realize the expectations. Yeah, you gotta set expectations from jump. Like I'm a, I'm gonna sit here for a week, two weeks editing this project. You should know what we have based on what we shot. As the artist, you were there the whole time we were shooting. Yeah, they so <laughs> you need to have realistic expectations of what we got, how you looked, how you looked <laughs> that's, on that's those nice. shots. That's nice. <laughs> like, and I'm not gonna spend another three weeks. You gotta set the expectation. I'm as the editor, like I'm not gonna spend three weeks editing this, and then another three weeks fixing what you think needs to be fixed. Like, yeah, like you have to have a time period, or unless you're gonna pay, unless you're gonna re up the budget. Yeah, because I think in terms of editing, we're really a lot of people are really cheap with that. Like in terms for a re-edit, you would really have to pay like a whole separate fee for I'm that. I'm gonna be honest, a lot of creatives aren't charging for editing. Like you it's not even something you're thinking about when it comes to your time. You're charging for, oh yeah, let's let's shoot for four hours, blah, blah, blah. All right, cool. We're gonna do two locations, we're gonna do three locations, or whatever, what have you. But so you charge them a set price, like eight hundred dollars. All right, cool. What about the hours and hours you spent editing this? What's like the, it's basically like you did it for free. What's the, what's the minimum hours do you really work with in terms of music doing a music video? It depends. It depends. It depends. It depends on how. Like much we have to do an average, like estimate. If I had to do an average, I probably spend ten to twelve hours editing a music video. And if that takes you, it takes you that long. It double. It double for me. Yeah, I mean, not yeah that it's double for you. I don't know your editing. Speed, but yeah, it probably takes me about ten to twelve hours sorting through footage, cutting it up, colorings, any effects. Blah, coloring blah, blah. is coloring is another aspect that we need to cover eventually. Yeah, that should could take. That should. I tell days. you what takes the longest: sound design. Oh my god, sound design too. Sound design takes forever. And you did that on the latest Boss video. I did. I did. I did. But you're an engineer, so you used to be an engineer, so you know. Anyway. <laughs> Um, Are you going to be a, uh, the, the engineer, music video director person? All these talk, different skills. Let's not talk about my past. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You think... Um, let me ask you a question. Let me, let me go back to the artist real quick. Artist perspective. You think artists will ever see like return on investment for these type of videos? It's going like, to take a long fucking time. I remember that time we did a music video with um, King and uh, White Boy, right? <laughs> oh my god I remember that video I, Yo I bring this shit up All the time And he asked King When is he gonna be Able to see a return Of investment On his music video King laughed in his face And I, <laughs> and I did too Like what You're gonna be Spending a lot of money I don't money even think on- He does music anymore <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was privileged anyway But I'm just saying Like yo come on man Like that was a wild That was a wild one Like yo It takes a long time To profit off but music But I'm gonna give him props On this Every artist should have that mentality. Yeah, I agree, but it's it's fucking. Every hard. artist should have he. That was one of the first things he asked. Like, he was a Jewish white. He was a little uh, a Jewish white boy. And he, Are you gonna edit that? Because I remember when I said that Dominican shit, y'all took it out. No, I'm not editing that because it proves my point. Like, he thought about what's my return on investment? What's my ROI? Like, at the end of the day, this is a business. Like, yes, it's something I love to do, and that's why I do it. But if I'm going to invest in something, I need to know when I'm going to get a return on my investment. And not enough artists think like that. They think about, okay, 
how many views am I going to get? How many listeners am I, am I going to get? How many people going to be on my dick when after I put this video out? And that's the problem. Like, all right, there's a bunch of people on your dick on Instagram. Cool. Are you making money from that, though? Mm-hmm. Are you getting your money back? Like, is there a return on investment? And I think not enough artists think like that. And honestly, not enough creators think like that either. Mm-hmm. So was it a funny-ass moment when he asked that? Yeah, it was funny as shit. <laughs> but he wasn't wrong. Mm-hmm. He wasn't wrong. If anything, we were wrong for laughing at him because he had the right idea. Mm-hmm. If you think of this as a business, unless it's a hobby, unless it's a not, unless you got a nine to five and this is a hobby, then whatever. I just feel like right now in terms of music, it's so hard to get on. You don't know what works, what doesn't work. Like you could spend a lot of money on a music video and that should not pop. It spend the least amount of money on a certain type of project and that should go crazy. Yeah, you're right. It's a very confusing time in the music Stop. industry. But. Yeah, like. I just not enough artists think like that, like, and not enough creatives think like that. Do they too. have the affordability to talk? About, like, do they have the the leverage to really talk about that shit though? Like, as an artist, an independent artist, right? Nobody knows what the fuck a stream costs, right? Mm-hmm. You have to call. You spend money on the music video. You spend money to, on the the time to record the songs, right? Mm-hmm. Then you might end up having to pay to perform on those whack ass circuits. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard. I agree with you. It is hard. You niggas ain't getting paid for a feature like as an independent artist unless you really have some type of audience. I agree with you. But I believe if they went in with that mentality, it would happen sooner. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, too many of these artists just think about clout. Yeah, you're right. Like, and clout is not going to pay my bills. Well, it can. If I got enough of it. <laughs> but. No, but I always find it funny. Like, yo, when we be doing music videos, you know, they be in the neighborhood. They be like, oh, you shoot a music video? Oh, I want to be in it. And I be like. <laughs> happens all the time. Man. And like, you know what else is hilarious? Like, you know, when they, they want to see the music video and they take out their phone and record it and put it on Instagram. Oh, my God. That should be jokes. Be but sick. I mean, that's cool. Like, that's, so that's the reason. That's the reason you should have expectations in terms of your music video. Like, there's always going to be a disconnect sometimes. Like, they'll see the footage, and when you have the final product, they'll be like, yo, what happened? You're missing this part. You're missing that part. Yeah. Like, you have to set your expectations. Yeah, 100%. I agree with you. 100%. Um, so let me ask you, what's the best way you feel to promote music videos then once you do them? What do you what, what uh, they shot? They're edited. What should we do with them now? Um, I think you should blast it on your social media networks. You see, everybody that you're cool with, right, or you can talk to on Instagram or any of these social medias, I think it should be like a sharing system. Like anytime I have a video, or whatever, ten to twenty people constantly share it on their network so people mm-hmm. can actually see it. And that's this is free promo. This is a free promo. Yeah. And I think that's what that's the way that you should be approaching if you have no budget. Just get as much people that you know to really support it and and pretty much share it whenever they can. You think it's worth paying for promo? Yes. But the thing about it, you have to find the right ways because some of it is stupid. Like, there was a trend, like, I think you remember the trend, like, with dancing, you pay a dancer to dance to your video and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. think that you should go blast off. That's going on right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is that worth it? It depends. It depends on the type of artist. Yeah, that's true. I think it depends on if if the song is already popping. I think those type of videos keep your song lasting, but the song got to be popping first. Mm-hmm. 
like take for example a new Cardi song. Yeah. Like that song was gonna hit the chart. Was gonna hit number one no matter what. You know what I'm saying? It's up in the stuff. But if there's a dance to it, it's gonna keep it. It's gonna keep it there longer. How do you feel about all these people doing challenges? I'm saying like your song though doesn't need a challenge. Yeah, for real. And how they how they how they get these old ass songs and making challenges out of them too? Like that Nelly video with the uh with the silhouette challenge. Like I don't get it. I love it. Of course you love it. But <laughs> no, I'm but talking like, about as an independent artist that you'd be trying to start a challenge. I would just be sitting there laughing like, this shit is, come on, man. Your song ain't that, ain't that popping for this. For real? Like, I don't get it. But. Well, you just see, they just, it, I, it's just so hard to be a music artist nowadays. I'm really happy I, I'm not in the music industry at all. I mean, you are as a creative. You kind of. You circle Yo, Yeah. A lot of people think I'm in the music industry. I'm not. <laughs> like I have a whole girl Yo she's really deep In the music industry And she was like Yeah well, you know You part of the music industry I was like Nah Not, not I uh, yeah, nah. I don't know what the fuck You thought Okay So anyway With that being said I'm not in the music industry <laughs> <laughs> Let's um If y'all got any questions Please feel free to DM us at No not Bam. us Send it at to him send, send it to him If y'all got any questions Y'all want I don't to care about your questions If y'all got anything Y'all want us to talk about Please hit us Let's talk about Our weekly inspirations Oh weekly inspirations What inspired you this weekend Don't ask me first <laughs> I already did I already did What inspired you this weekend This weekend I was on Instagram And I seen a bunch of film photographers And I said Yeah I'm gonna go outside <laughs> I said, I'm going to go outside. It's snowing right now in New York City. What's today? The- Yo, let me tell you. This dude is Shut a up. hater, bro. <laughs> I am a hater. I am a hater. Yo, like, he yo, can't. I, yo, yo, I, you yo. want to talk about competitive photographers? This is the epitome of a competitive photographer. Like, can't nobody like, yo. be better than him? <laughs> no, I, I can't. Like, in terms because we talk, we talk about this all the time. Like, in terms of photography, it gets really boring real quick. So, you have to create motivation. And I, I like to channel my inner Jordan. I agree. Like, you know, when he was uh, in the documentary, like, I took this personally. That's me. I agree. You don't feel like, <laughs> do you feel like it's the same for videographers in terms of competition? Oh. Um, because, you know, I'll be throwing, you know, I'll be throwing, what's the name in your face? I mean, there's definitely people that inspire me to do certain types of work. Yeah, you know I mean, there's also other people that inspire me, like, when they're, When there's a type of buzz behind a certain director, mm-hmm. and it's like, you don't take that, why? You don't take, you don't take that shit personally? I don't take it personally, but it definitely inspires me to go out there and create more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm trying to put a nigga's face in the ground. There's certain directors, it's like, oh, that, it just, oh, that shit just It just be clout, man. Like, that's yeah, all they like, have. Yeah, like, I can't stand directors that are just popping because of clout. Like, that shit really, really bothers me. Mm. Like, because it's like, you are just popping because of the people you're rolling with, not because of the quality of your art. Yeah. Like, I can't stand that. Mm -hmm. I can't stand that. Because those are the same dudes that, like, are running and gunning and putting out shitty quality and just hurting the whole industry for everybody else. Like, you're spe- hurting the whole industry and for everybody else. And they got the special else. effects. You got the X on the eyes. Oh, my God. Don't get me wrong. And then they say aperture is shit, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know one part that we forgot to mention? Like, you see, the like, an artist, the way they look on the camera and they blame you? 
That shit is hilarious. That shit, it is what it what is. is not, like, it's hilarious when it's not happening to you. Please don't let no artist come on your set drunk or fucked up. Like, please, because I'm telling you right now, it's just going to fuck up your day. Like, it's going to make your work shittier because they decided that they needed to be inebriated on your set. Yeah, but sometimes they don't even need to be a They're still doofy, and they just be like, "Yo, why you make me look doofy?" I'm like, "Yo, fam, like, this is you on the regular look, life, bro." Yeah, that's just you in real life, IRL, bro. Like, yo, I'm a doof. Like, I know that. So when I look doofy on camera, I'm not gonna be like, "Yo, Anthony, why you make me look like a doof on camera?" Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. Whatever. Another topic for another day, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so we done? I think we done. Thirty-seven minutes. That's exactly what I wanted to I wanted to keep it under 40. Yeah, I know. I like that time limit. I like easy listening, like Lionel Richie. I love Lionel Richie. Easy. Uh, I want to go home and play Hello on my keyboard. Oh, my God. This dude is trying to become a one-man band. He's Multi-instrumentalist. Drums, guitar. Piano. Guitar. He's trying to leave us in the visual world and become a... Artist, even though he doesn't Prince. want to be in the music industry, he just spent oh, the whole shit. episode talking about how you don't want to be in the, in the music industry. Yo, I'm a but hypocrite. He's sitting there and learning yo, every a, instrument yo, he possibly can. Yo, I just realized on this podcast, I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you needed this podcast to learn you were. Yo, that's, that's crazy. crazy. That is crazy. Dude, that is crazy. Yo, I'm Ant. My name's Edward Zephyrin. Actually, no. Ed, my name's put easy. his whole government out there. No, I, regret, I regret that. I regret I'm that. Ant. I'm easy. We'll see y'all later. One. Peace. What's the last time you heard one? <laughs> Just now. Dumbass. <laughs>